to speak this morning from a subject of an unreasonable expectation. Let me say that again. An unreasonable expectation. An unreasonable expectation. And I'll be coming from Luke, the 13th chapter beginning with the 10th verse through the 13th verse. Once you've found it, if you would please stand for reading God's word. He was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath. There was a woman who for 18 years had a sickness caused by a spirit. She was bent double and could not straighten up at all. When Jesus saw her, he called her over and said to her, woman, you are free from your sickness. And he laid his hands on her and immediately she was made erect again and began glorifying God. May the Lord add a blessing to the reader and hearers of this written word. Once again, once again, I am speaking from a subject matter of an unreasonable expectation. An unreasonable expectation. You know, it's interesting because oftentimes in life we have unreasonable expectations of each other. Uh, <laughs> I'm limited by what I can do for you. We are imperfect people. God didn't make us perfect. <laughs> we are flawed, all fall short of his glory. And the Bible also declares that we all have what strengths and weaknesses. Uh, everybody has strengths and weaknesses. Understand that nobody can be everything to you. The other thing I want to say this morning is nobody was created like you. Stop expecting people to be you. See, see, that's shouting material right there. Stop expecting people to think like you, process like you, act like you. God didn't create anybody else like you. If you're really honest about it, <laughs> you don't even want nobody else like you. That's an unreasonable expectation. You are supposed to be what? You. And let everybody else be who God created them to be. We've got to learn how to accept each other, watch this, for who we are and who God created us to be. You know, that's something that I've learned that it's just not in my capacity. It might be in your capacity, but it's not in my capacity. So I, I don't expect something from someone 
that's not in their capacity. Amen? That's a what? Unreasonable expectation. Uh, and so we, 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 we tend to have unreasonable expectations of each other. But watch this. Then we shift and want to have a reasonable expectation of God. Well, y'all missed that. You missed that because, you see, 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 we, 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 we unreasonably expect something from each other. But then when it comes to God, we tend to put, we, we tend to look at it from a reasonable portion rather than an unreasonable portion. You ought to have unreasonable expectations of God. In other words, God's not limited to who we are. If I can think it, then it's probably within my reason. I ought to think about that when it comes to God because my expectations of God ought to be unreasonable. Do I have any witnesses in this house? Amen. I, I read an article online just the other day about <coughs> La Vegas winning another uh, district title. Uh, they just won another district. And they're a powerhouse. Most of you all know that. And, and, and so the coach uh, at La Vega, according to the law article, the coach said, we accomplished what we, what we expected to accomplish. He said, he said, that's not the end. We accomplished what we expected to accomplish. Now, for some, that might be what? Unreasonable that you went district every year. But for him, he was saying, this is what we expect, you know, every single year. You know, it might be unreasonable to minute to, to say that we're going to uh, win district every year, but every time we suit up, we ex what we expect to win district. We 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 don't we don't um, we don't hope, but, but we expect that it's going to happen when we when we go to practice in August. We expect to win district. We act like we know we're going to accomplish this. But I just wish I had some church folk that could just expect God's power, expect God's miracle, expect God to do something. You ought to wake up in the morning, put your clothes on, and expect something unreasonable from your God every single day of your life. There should be an unreasonable expectation of God. Uh, when God created the heavens and the earth, he did something that he had never done before. Uh, that he'd never done before. In many ways, the created order, uh, the created order gives us a glimpse of God's omnipotence. It shows us that God can do amazing things out of nothing. 
God, I was satisfied. You are something. God can do amazing things out of nothing. <laughs> when, when we needed a permanent sacrifice to defeat sin and death, God did something that God had never done before. <laughs> are y'all with me this morning? Watch this. While God is the same yesterday, today, and the Bible says forevermore, what God does is not necessarily the same. <laughs> See, he's the same God, but he keeps doing different things. <laughs> Don't you limit God to your rational thinking. God, there ought to be what? Unreasonable expectations watch this, of your experience of who God is. <laughs> if you always think God gonna show up in your box, <laughs> then you are already missing God and the opportunities of what God will release in your life. You've got to know that God is still in the business of doing things extraordinary with ordinary folk. I wish I had somebody that could shop right in here this morning. Uh, when we can expect God to be the same, but must expect to experience God differently. God is the same, but God is a God of difference. God is a God of difference. And we miss God when we expect God to do things exactly the same way. Ooh. As your experience of God, watch this, become too routine. Ooh. Ooh. Has it become too routine? I believe, I believe, I believe, can we miss God. Let me repeat that again. When we expect God the same way. Yeah. Or maybe that's just it. Some folk, watch this, are not expecting anything. Ooh, I just touched, I just stepped on somebody's toe. Just say ouch. Maybe you're not expecting anything from God. And that's why you keep missing God over and over again. Because you're not what expecting anything from God. Uh, our expectation, watch this, our expectation must match God's potency. Uh, in other words, when you are, we are at the Red Seas of life, we must know that what God can deliver us. <laughs> you know. Uh, when we are wrongly and unjustly accused, know that God will render justice. <laughs> you have to expect it. <laughs> we have to expect that God can do something even when there's not much to work with. <laughs> I preached a few weeks ago how Jesus' mother came to him uh, about the wine situation. Y'all remember that? <clears throat> Because she expected something, what, from Jesus. 
even our experience, when even when our experience is not conducive to what we expect, we we still need to 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 have expectation, even when it seems unreasonable. Look, King, Dr. King expected a breakthrough in racial equity. He did. Oh, look, look, look what he says in his mountaintop, sonny. He, 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 he says, I, I, I've been up <laughs> the mountain, and I've looked over, <laughs> and, 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 and I've seen <laughs> the promised land. And he goes on, he says, my eyes have seen the, the glory of the coming of the Lord. seeing right now. But I've got an unreasonable expectation of the God I serve. And I see something much greater in spite of the things that I'm going through right now. I'm just trying to tell somebody this morning that you ought to have an unreasonable expectation of the God you serve. Don't allow the circumstances that surround you to dictate the power of what God can do in your life. You ought to have an unreasonable expectation. If God be for you, who can be against you? God, I understand that I'm not supposed to get out of this thing. But I've got an unreasonable expectation of you. I know what the doctor said, but I still have an unreasonable expectation that you can heal me. <sighs> Y'all don't want me to preach this morning. Times may be hard, but our expectations ought to be greater. God, I wish I had somebody in there. Our expectations ought to still be greater. Uh, I believe those Hebrew boys <laughs> expected God to show up. <laughs> they, they said Nebuchadnezzar, it doesn't matter because they had what? An unreasonable expectation of God. Can you picture Nebuchadnezzar looking like, man, what is wrong with these fools? <laughs> You mean to tell me you won't bow down? You mean to tell me that you won't allow me? That ain't reasonable. But what they didn't understand was that they were operating based upon the premise of an unreasonable expectation of their God. I wish I just had somebody in here who got what I was preaching about this morning. That in spite of the pit and the fire, in spite of the pit and the fire, that you could be thrown in, that your God can still come through. It may not make any sense to anybody else, but I've learned that what God does is not sensible. God, I wish I had somebody. Unreasonable. Expectation bills are past due, but God can still come through. God, I wish I had some. Life has beaten you down of <laughs> late, but what do you expect from your God? 
medical bills are piling up, but what do you expect from your God? Jobs are few and rent is due, but what do you expect from your God? Bible, we see people healed because they expected something from God. Woman with the issue of blood expected something when she got out of bed and decided to even crawl to Jesus just to I always say she crawled because she touched the hem of his garment. That means she had to get low enough to experience this fight. She was willing, even in her state, to go down just to reach it. Because she had a, an unreasonable expectation of it. Gosh. An unreasonable expectation of God. When we expect something from God, we are willing to do something. Let me say that again. When we expect something to God, we're willing to do something. We don't sit in the same place. Watch this, doing the same thing. Ooh. We don't sit in the same. If, we, if we've got an unreasonable expectation of God, we ought to be doing some unreasonable things. Come, somebody in here ought to shout right now. Yeah. You want something from him. But what are you willing to do? God, what are you willing to do this morning? According to this morning's text, this sister had been afflicted for 18 years. Did you read that? But watch this. 18 years been. But we find her in church. Yeah, y'all didn't see the picture. Y'all didn't, didn't see the picture. <laughs> 18 years. Been. But she was still in church. God, I was Say she had a cold. <laughs> I, I said for 18 years she was pent, tormented, but she was what? In church. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, we have a headache and we can't come to church. <laughs> Y'all don't want me to preach this this morning. <laughs> We got a toothache, we can't come to church. Our pinky hurts, but so we can't come to church. 18 years. Yeah, yeah, 18 years. Cold outside. Watch this. And if she's bent and it's something with her anatomy, that means that when it got cold, maybe she hurt a little worse. But 18 years, she was what? Still in church. Ooh. 18 years, this sister was sitting 
in church. Did y'all see that in the text? Condition was the same. But for 18 years, she kept showing up. I wish I had. Some of us have stopped showing and stopped coming consistently just because God hadn't answered what you wanted him to answer after two days. You act like you can't show up one week and something hits your life and if God doesn't set a release immediately, you stop going. Eighteen years, this sister is sitting in church, y'all. I don't, maybe that's not powerful to anybody else, but that says something to me. Eighteen years and she's still there. She's still there. That's what I call an unreasonable expectation of God that I'm willing to show up stay expecting you to do something in my life Ooh, I ain't quitting I ain't stopping I'm going to keep coming because I know your power <laughs> when you know his power you keep going Bent, but you keep going but you don't stop. You just keep going. 18 years. And here's what I said. Look, look, look at this. But she was still believing. She was still showing up. And then comes this day where the text says Jesus saw her. says what Jesus saw her. Yeah. Ooh, God. Yeah. No, 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 no. See, he didn't see her condition. He saw yeah. her. Yeah. 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 God, I love that. Yeah. In, in the context of a condition, Jesus, what, if the scripture says that he saw her, because y'all know we quit the label folk, right? We, we won't see each other. We'll see each other's problems. And we'll label each other's based upon our problems rather than actually seeing her, seeing, seeing us. But the text says he saw. See, I love scripture highlights things and says things for, to place emphasis for a certain reason. It says he saw her. That he saw her. That he saw her. Ah, in spite of her condition. See, when everybody was looking at the bent lady, ooh, Jesus was looking at her. God, I'm glad that he knows how to see me in spite of my issues, in spite of my circumstances, in spite of my brokenness, and still see me. 
when I'm hurt, even when I'm angry. You see, you'll see my anger, but Jesus will see my hurt. God, because he can see me. He saw her. Isn't that good news, church? Then he can see you. He saw her. Her condition didn't keep him, keep her from God. It brought her closer to God. Watch this. Jesus needs to see you. Jesus needs to see you. Jesus needs to see you. Watch this. Can I ask you this question? This is about to hit you. Does God see you enough to bless you like you want to be blessed? Yeah, you, you, you missed that. Does God see you enough to bless you like you want to be blessed? In order for him to see you, watch this, he has to see you. Oh, yeah, yeah, you don't miss that. Yeah, yeah, I got that. To see the you he created you to be, and to, he's, he has to see you. That, what I'm saying is you have to show up. So, so, so once again, does God see you enough <laughs> to bless you like you want to be blessed? Because some of you, you, you want, you want to be blessed greatly, but does God see you greatly? I just talked a little bit this morning because some of us have this designated time that God sees us and for some of us it's just Sunday morning and even though, watch this, even though we're present, even though we're physically here, we're really not here because somebody's already somewhere cooking, somebody's already talking about and thinking about the event that they, they have to go to, somebody's already, I'm going to hope Pastor go ahead and finish up, uh, you know, because, see, see, God needs to see you. <laughs> Y'all don't want me to preach this this morning. See, but you want to be blessed a certain way. But God doesn't really see you to bless you that way. Because you really ain't present. You're already somewhere else. Uh, Can God see you? in order to bless you? Is he seeing you enough? Uh, can, can, I, can I really go here? See, enough is not just here on Sunday morning, once a month. Enough is not just twice a month. Enough is not just here on Sunday, but does God see you on Wednesday? Because see, you want a you wanna blessing, a Wednesday blessing, but you ain't present on Wednesday to get the blessing. Does God see you enough? To bless you like you want to be blessed. Ooh, y'all don't want me to preach this. <laughs> see, see that there's a certain kind of blessing you want to receive, but you ain't showing up. Ooh. Ooh. 
You ain't showing up on Wednesday. You ain't showing up when the church has, when they ask you to serve in some kind of capacity. But that's your opportunity to be blessed like you want to be blessed. But you keep missing God because you know what? Because you don't show up and he can't see you. Y'all don't want me to preach this this morning. I'm preaching it anyway. Y'all gonna put me out of my own church after this song. See, these are songs I go preach somewhere else, but I'm preaching to y'all this morning. Amen? Does God see you enough to bless you like you want to be blessed? Look, before he heals her, he sees her. He sees her. Jesus sees her. He doesn't just see her issue, but once again, he sees her. And is willing, and, 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 and is, watch this, and he's willing to get close enough to her to do something for her. Why is that important? Because, that's, because in that day, any kind of illness, sickness, or anything associated, something like that, yeah. folks shunned you. Yeah. 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 They shunned you. But Jesus was willing to get close to her. Because yeah. yeah. he saw her. And she made herself available yeah. to him. I believe this sister, once again, had an unreasonable expectation that Jesus would see her if she just kept doing the things of God. If she just kept showing up. Let me say this to somebody. Your persistence, your pursuit and God pays off. <laughs> Look, the Bible says what? Seek ye first. Do, do y'all seek? <laughs> seek. Seek. When you seek something, that means it's not, oftentimes that the implication is that it doesn't come right away. You have to what? Seek. You have to seek the kingdom. But it, 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 it says that and 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 his righteousness and things will be what? Added. God wants to bless you, but are you seeking him? Right. So, so, so he sees her, calls her to him. Here's the second thing, second thing. Not only does she he see her because she makes herself present, but also she responds to his call. Can I take my time with this message? I, I, I know it's a little long. And there's a part two of this. I'm not finishing it today. We're doing part two next week. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not getting it all out today. He responds. She, she responds to God. The Bible says, watch this, obedience is better than sacrifice. Yes. Yes. 
Her discomfort of coming to him was not as important as being obedient. Watch this. So, so, so I need you to get this. So, Jesus calls her to him. Did you see that? This woman has been. You know, now, some of us would have been sitting there if the pastor called us and you and you got something going on, can you come to me? Ooh. I'm just preaching what's in the text, y'all. The text says that Jesus what called her. And she was what and she responded to him. Are you responding to Jesus' call this morning to be blessed the way you ought to be blessed? Ooh. Or are you sitting around talking about, well, Lord, you know what? I really need you to come to me. You know my condition right now. Can you walk over here and just bless me in my seat where I am right now? She responds by coming to Jesus. Ah. Obedience <laughs> is better than sacrifice. She had to sacrifice the discomfort to, to be obedient to what Jesus was asking her to do. It was her obedience that led to her breakthrough. There are things God is calling us to, but it will be uncomfortable at times. Are you willing to come when he calls? We have to respond better to God in order to be blessed by God. Better. <sighs> look, look, God even calls us to assemble. How many of you know you're supposed to come to church? Yes. Amen. 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 Oh, let me read it for you. Can I, can I read the scripture for you? It, it says, let us hold fast to the confession of our hope without wavering for he who promised is faithful and let us consider how to stimulate one another to love and good deeds not, not forsaking our own assembling together as is the habit of some but encouraging one another and in all the more as you see the day drawing near God calls us to meet yes he does we may challenge you, but we are called to meet here on Sunday. We are called here to meet on Wednesday. We are called here to meet on Thursday. And whatever, whenever God calls, we're called to assemble. Our response, watch this, is tied to our release. Our response is tied to our release. So we are called, if you want from God, then you must respond to the things of God. I'm getting ready to wrap up here. You should have an unreasonable expectation that if I respond to you, God, you will open up the windows of heaven and bless me with what I need and how I need. Because you know what, God? 
I just unreasonably believe that you will supply all my needs. And God, if I got a tight schedule and I know I'm supposed to be doing something for you, but yet the world is calling me, I think you're powerful enough to handle the world's situation because I'm going to be present with you and let you handle everything else because I have an unreasonable expectation of you, God. Oh, that God will handle the rest in your life. That God will supply every need. That if you seek him and his righteousness, that he will add everything. Anybody ready for God's release? Amen. It's time to respond. God has already <laughs> called. <laughs> it's just time to respond. Uh, I believe there are things God is calling to, to, to us to. Watch this, watch this. Our breakthrough will come from, I want you to get this and you write this down. Our breakthrough will come from our breakout. Our breakthrough will come from our breakout. When we break out, then we will experience God's breakthrough. She was still broke down, but she didn't stop that. Stop. She didn't allow that from stopping her from what? Breaking out. She was bent and afflicted. But she kept responding because she was like, I'm breaking out of this house. I ain't sitting here in misery. I'm not going to sit here and do the same thing. God, I, I got an unreasonable expectation free of you. And so bent, but I'm still breaking out. <laughs> I'm not going to sit on my sofa and sit here and act like this is all there is. When I know, God, you are all that I have. So I'm going to break out because I know there's a breakthrough. Yeah. Somebody in this church right now, you've been sitting in misery complaining about your situation. And God is just waiting for you to rise up and what? Break out so that you can experience your breakthrough. Touch somebody and say it's time to break out. You've been bent too long. Your money has been bent too long. It's time to what? Break out. Maybe you ought to start tithing the way you ought to and have an unreasonable expectation that God will do what needs to be done. It's time for some folk to what? Break out. Your breakthrough comes from your what? Your break out. Your thinking has been bent too long. Break out. <laughs> we have to break out in order to what? Experience God's breakthrough. I'm just wondering if anybody's ready to break out. You've been in this, this hole too long. You've been in the same situation too long. It's time for you to say, I'm ready, God. I'm breaking out because I know you have a breakthrough. Matter of fact, your breakthrough comes before everything else. I already know you have because I have an unreasonable expectation of you, God. So I'm breaking out and I'm ready for my breakthrough. Come on, somebody say that with me. I'm breaking out. Because I'm ready for my breakthrough. Come on, say it again. I'm breaking out. Because I'm ready for my breakthrough. 
Come on, say it one more time. I'm breaking out. Because I'm running for my great truth. Come on, get out. I have a reasonable expectation of God. I have a reasonable expectation of God. need to expect watch this God to be God in our lives we don't come in here and say that we have this all powerful omnipotent God these are not words this is a belief this is how you should live should be unreasonable. Unreasonable because what God can do, I can't. I can't do what God can. They can't do what God can do. Thomas can't do what God can do. We should have unreasonable expectations. We can't place God in a box and say, God, you know what? We don't limit God's power. We are supposed to walk around like we believe in this almighty and great God. I'm getting ready to close, but I, I got to share this with you as I close. Now, last night, it, it fits what, I was, what I'm talking about. I watch this crazy show, y'all. I, I watch some pretty dark and crazy things sometimes. So on Netflix, there's this thing called Van Helsing. And um, it's about a vampire apocalypse. And so, yeah, I know it's crazy. I know y'all looking like, what? <laughs> Pastor, really? Yeah, I, I watch this. And so last night, had all these vampires around. I mean, and these people are about to be attacked. There was three people, and there must have been about 50 vampires. They call them daywalkers. And so, you know, with this guy, this guy who's a believer, he believes, he, he, he's, he's a believer. And there's two other people who are kind of, one of them is one of the vampires, and they're fighting the vampires. And he says, look, I'm a pacifist. I don't fight. I don't care. He's like, you don't have a weapon? What is, what's wrong with you? He's looking at him like, are you crazy? Do you realize what's going on right now? I'm protected by God. And so this rush of about 60 vampires coming at them, they're like, look, we've, we've got, they're pulling out their guns and everything. And he's like, no, 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 put them down. Put them down. God will protect. He said, just be quiet. Be still. <laughs> be still and know. So they quiet and they just still. And all of a sudden, 60 day walkers and vampires just walk around in, in the big in this big field. And they were amazed. That they weren't warned, they weren't detected. They were protected. Be still and know that I am the Lord. 
reasonable expectation of God. Just sat there while the enemy came in, but did not harm them. What are you trying to say, Pastor? I'm trying to say that you could be thrown in the fire of the peace. And the fire not burn you. Be still and know that I'm the Lord. You ought to have an unreasonable expectation of the God that you serve. Amen. God is able to shield you, protect you. He is your refuge. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Mm, he's your shelter. Are you ready? I invite 
invite you this morning. The altar is open. Hi, my name is Nicholas Worse. I'm the executive minister here at One Fellowship Church in Waco, Texas. I just want to say thank you for listening. You can learn more about our church online at onefellowshipumc.org. And you can like us on Facebook to stay up to date with all the latest events in our community. Please feel free to share this message and others online so that more people can learn about what God is doing here at One Fellowship. Thank you and God bless.